Rally to me, Escalonians! You'll never conquer Ascalon. Hello, and welcome to Host of Ascalon, a Guild Wars 2 podcast where two enthusiastic fangirls sit on their butts and do nothing with one <laughs> grumpy bed. I am Hunter, and I am joined as always by Hashtag and Alona. Hi. Hello, sir. Are we allowed I, to talk? That's yes. doing something, so should we do anything? I mean, I mean, you said joined as always, and then you misspelled my name, so... <laughs> Every Don't time, know but how to take that. This time. It's very, it's coincidental. I, I promise you, mm. it's just an accident. <laughs> mm-hmm. Before we get started, a quick reminder that you can get in touch with us with news, questions, or comments by emailing us at hostofascalon at gmail dot com or on Twitter at hostofascalon. Mm-hmm. And we have a couple of letters later on in the show. So uh-huh. yeah, thanks for the yeah. people who took the time to write in. That's Absolutely. not a passive aggressive, but. Y- I didn't mean it that way. And we usually start things off with Chivos, where we discuss what we've been up to in Good Wars 2. And hashtag, would you like to start us off? So, I was a little late to the show notes. <laughs> Just a little. and you showed um, up ten minutes ago. <laughs> my, my, uh, my what I did this week was written for me. It says... <laughs> I don't care about Guild Wars 2, so I didn't play at all, which is not <laughs> true. <laughs> because, yes, I have been traveling and working, and I have not been on game much in the past three weeks, but I have been on game a little bit. I did well, log you in. I've been in game. So yes. Let's, let's hear what you've written about what you did this week. <laughs> I did something. <laughs> In the new zone. And by new zone, I mean the... Two new zones. New to, no, new, new to, new new to zones. me zones. New to me zones, because I've never played them. I can't remember what I did, but it happened, I think. And yeah, that was last Tuesday. when I, so, I logged on on the night when, when the update went out and I did some things with you guys. I un- I unlocked a waypoint. I remember that. And, and you did a bunch of the pavilion, crown pavilion in Divinity's Reach with Hunter. Okay, that's right. And I got a bunch of achievements. So, huzzah. How far down are you on the list, though? Let's let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm on the second page right now, and I'm just in deepest, Aww. darkest yeah, sadness yeah. right now. But The arbitrary second page. Y- you know what? It means something. It really does. It means something to you. It means something to me. I'll get back. That's all right. Mm-hmm. And that's it for me. I realized our updates are kind of like in reverse order of uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Because yours is very short and mine is like <laughs> just right. really long and mine is just a few points. <laughs> How is yours just right? Because it's-, it's just the mi- the middle one is always just right it's in, ten, in your opinion. It's ten it's bullet right. points. <laughs> With how many? What? Some of them are a single word. <laughs> to be so, fair, Hunter only has eight bullet points. 
but it's not the points, <laughs> it's the number of lines. Anyway. True. All right. Sorry. I forgot to mention on the last show that at some point I had maxed out my daily karma. I realized this, was it while I, we, I was still out in the Maritimes? I can't remember. Yeah. Was there, yeah. Yeah. Cause I was there. Yeah. So I'm like, oh crap. I've been, I maxed this out my daily karma and I have no idea when that happened. Daily karma. No, she meets her daily, daily AP. Points. The daily AP. Sorry. Sorry. Not daily karma. Daily AP. I wrote it wrong. Uh, so yeah, I don't get the uh, 10 AP points anymore for doing dailies, but I do get the two gold. So I'm doing it for the gold now. And I have on my list of what I did in game that I keep, I have a note that says tilde unstated access. And I have no idea what that meant, but it was clearly something that I felt was important to mention for the show. That's my warrior. I have no idea what that means. I kind of wanted to read it out in case either of you remember. What that uh, have you, I don't no, think nothing. I've seen you play no. on tilde in a long time. Yeah. I have no idea what happened there. Anyway. Did you raid? I did. Was I it did. on tilde? It's normally on tilde, right? Uh, tilde or shades. But um, actually, the next one is I raided a few times. I chronoed poorly with both Relics of War and Guild Mag. Ah, so, look at you uh, go. Yeah, so I've actually uh, rejoined the Guild Mag raiding group. Uh, Miko from Guild Mag is running it on Sundays. And I have decided to give it another go and try try do the support chrono. I think I'll be fine as I get more used to it, there's a lot more going on with Chrono than there is with um, either Power Daredevil or the Condi PS Warrior that I was playing. So uh, it was fun. I wasn't able to make it this last week. I was out of town, but I was there the week before. And I bought all, every single one of the Desert King weapon skins from the Black Lion Merchant because they're gorgeous. I love them all, and so I just threw all my uh, all my tickets at them. Uh, I wrote completed my last, but I remember what that was about. Completed my last um, <laughs> elite specialization for Path of Fire, so I got Renegade done. That was the last one I had to finish, and I got that done within the last few weeks. I got my roller beetle, which was, I was behind you guys at the last show. You guys both had yours. And I think you both even had your masteries maxed out for that, yeah. right? Yeah, yep. I'm, I haven't even, I'm still on the first one <laughs> because, oh, wow. because I got my roller beetle the night before the festival started. And so that's what I've been doing. So I've, I've either just been getting my daily two gold and festivaling. That's pretty much it. And after... The festival launched and they had updated the Black Lion chests. I had bought keys when they were on sale. So I opened 15 chests and I had some pretty good luck, actually. I got one or two of the Cavalier weapon skins, a full Black Lion ticket, the Storm Dagger skin, the jeweled Scarab glider and backpack, and... uh, Oh, that ant shouldn't be there. That's it. That's all I got. But I was pretty happy about that. Uh, The only thing is... I have to report or submit a ticket because the I went to apply the glider to my wardrobe and it's not unlocked for some reason. And the the thing that Ooh. you get that says uh, you know unlock for your account is it's just gone. I don't have it anymore. So I'll have to submit a ticket about that. It's not a it's not a big deal. I'm sure it'll get 
fixed pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I decided to try get one of the desert uh, mount packs or no wait is it what are they called the new is that the packs. ones is desert that racer yeah the desert racer I got one and I got the primeval roller beetle skin so I'm wait. actually pretty jazzed with that one. There's a mount pack now with wait 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 what it, what the more adoption there's... yeah it was it came out yesterday oh cool yeah. yeah and there's four beetle skins in it there's four ooh ooh gotta check yeah. all right. Do we have pictures? Well, there's a picture lower in the um, okay. show notes yes. for one of them. And mm-hmm. finally, I wanted to give a special shout out to uh, Rely, Rely Ilmus. I'm not sure how to say it. It's a, a player that was commanding uh, the boss blitz. And I was super, I think I was super lucky to get into their squad and their instance because they were such a good commander. They were they were organized. They were communicative. Um, I, that's a lie. I wrote. We got gold. We got silver. But it was. It just went so smoothly across the board, and just super well done. And I just like you go. That was possibly some of the best commanding uh, open world I've ever seen. It was so good. Anyway, that's all I did. Okay. Well, how long were you at that? Because I thought you just logged in to do dailies earlier. Yeah, that was all I did. It just went so smooth mm. i got i got my daily dailies and then my festival dailies done in less than half an hour oh, nice yeah nice yeah um so i've been working on spare parts in corna because mm. you need a ton like 900 spare parts for the ftt uh collections and achievements and all that stuff mm-hmm. so i've been basically running back and forth uh, along the battlefront in Corna, uh, stomping on Scarab Plague yeah. uh, events because those—that's all I do. Is the last one ends. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a really decent way to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's boring. Uh, doing yeah, <laughs> very boring. But I think I finally got the spare parts, so I'll probably finish the FTT turn stuff pretty soon. Uh, there was uh, someone did say something about uh, going into a story instance. And killing turrets, uh, and that would award five spare parts per, per turret, and that was how they were farming uh, spare parts. But I got, I, f- I thought that was really boring, so I didn't end up doing that at all. Uh, I've also been doing the meta a bit. Finally, made it, got a stack together of inscribed shards, um, and uh, yeah. So that should be done soon. I just have story achievements left in Akorna. Um, I received an in-game message from Zuggles saying that they liked the podcast. Oh. I pref- Wait, you I got recognized? This is because I occasionally whine about how <laughs> nobody recognizes me in-game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I'm pretty sure that that person is in Relics of War with me, so I'm not sure if that counts. Uh, yeah, it counts. Take it. <laughs> I finished numerous achievements, but uh, I haven't felt hard-pressed to finish story achievements since probably the end of last season. I still have a few achievements from the Siren's Landing episode. Um, I did a lot of Labyrinthine Cliff stuff. I did all the achievements in Labyrinthine Cliffs except for Kukachu on the first day, within the first 24 hours. Whoa. Um, And then I did all the pavilion achievements by Thursday. 
And then Friday, I did all the tier one, two, and three bosses up to Liadri, including Ooh. all the side achievements, except for Meat is Murder. I don't think that's the name of it. It's something like Meat is Murder or Meatless Murder, maybe. Um, on Saturday, I beat Liadri. Woo! Uh, which oh my is, gosh. Yeah, I never did that originally because I don't really like the gauntlet that much, but it was after achievement points, so... I have a question. How much of it has the elite specs affected the gauntlet? I would say it probably made it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, where was I? I I did the gauntlet. I remember now. I did one, and remember you yelled at me because oh, yeah. I took my turn <gasps> at the wrong time because I didn't understand the etiquette of the gauntlet. No. Well, it, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was overreacting. <laughs> uh, so yeah I, d- I did a bunch of races so I did all the stuff for like the repeating achievements uh, such as the dailies, the races, etc I got the 25 AP from buying Zephyrite boxes the first day I got uh, hardest one to finish will be likely be boss blitz since getting a good map can be difficult, and I don't like to do boss blitz after boss blitz after boss blitz, I still have to do another 10 or so boss blitzes to mm. finish off that achievement. You got a bit of time. Yeah. Um, I will not be doing the Drewbird achievement. No. Since no. that requires nope. the uh, favor of the festival uh, item reward things, and I want to get the sovereign weapons or other stuff, and it's like 10 favor to get one mystery bag from Drewbird or something, and I was just... How many do you need for I the achievement? Ten. Ten to get five achievements, and then another uh, ten for the next five points is 25 points. So, yeah. Uh, so 50 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I finished the Bounty Hunter armor collection. Uh, I just have Ooh. a few more Pathfinder achievements, mostly from Story, that I've been neglecting. Oh, and I unlocked the Sovereign, Greatsword, Greepo, and Sword so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a bunch more favors of the festival, but haven't decided which weapons to get yet. I might be able to get all of them by the end of the festival. I, yeah, so I the festival ends in what? Two weeks? Two weeks. Just, a, yeah. just under two weeks, yeah. So, yeah. so I should be able to get like all, all of them, basically. Even though there's no achievement or anything. But I'd rather get that than like five achievements from Drewbert or whatever. Uh, and uh, I spent a bunch of time in World vs. World, uh, and uh, only recently noticed something called the Grandmaster Mark Shards. Hmm. You get three a week by finishing the bronze, silver, and gold skirmish tracks. You can trade them in for Grandmaster Marks, which are required for my eventual goal of tentacle armor. <laughs> uh, they were added in May, apparently. Uh, should help me out with getting stuff together for my eventual goal. And uh, they were, yeah, yeah, that's uh, what I did this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we move on, there was the one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about. So I was listening just earlier today, I was listening to the last show. And I was thinking it was right around the time when we were talking about the last um, living world story, like our impressions uh-huh. of it. And I was listening, I'm like, wow. Hunter sounds really enthusiastic about this. I don't remember, like, you you sounded, like, way more excited about it. And then I noticed that my podcast app was at 1.25 speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you listened, if you wanted 
three enthusiastic <laughs> hosts listen to the podcast on 1.25 speeds because <laughs> it is it's pretty great <laughs> you, I, I bought a new mic <laughs> yes yesterday yeah and like i uh plugged it in and it automatically turned on uh pitch shift and then mm-hmm. I started watching the YouTube videos, and everybody was like, on oh, Helium, but I thought they were doing it as a gag. <laughs> and then I started watching the next video, and they were doing the same gag, and I was like, is this a meme? What's going on? <laughs> so eventually I figured it out. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to share that, that if you want if you want all the enthusiasm, 1.25 speed. Right. Yeah, every other week we post a poll on Twitter for what we call Votes of Ascalon, as of... As a change of pace this week, we used a poll that Reddit user Demeth Valknut uh, posted, which asked, what's your favorite world, living world map so far? And with well over 4,300 voters uh, responding, the clear winner was Draconis Mons, with about 20%, Whoa. Domain of Istan, with about 17%, mm-hmm. Bitterfrost Frontier, with about 13%, Bloodstone Fen, with 12%, Sandswept Isles with nearly 11%, Ember Bay with almost 9%, Siren's Landing with about 8%, Lake Doric with around 7%, and our re- most recent Living World map, Domain of Gorna, with a paltry 2.44%. Wow. But this was a couple weeks ago now that this went out, so I'm wondering, have we looked, is this, or is this the result as of now? I am I'm just pretty shocked. I don't think anybody was voting in it. Draconis Mons. I can check. I am, so I'm, so... Well, surprised and not surprised because remember when I was going through and getting the back piece, like the blooming black piece, and that I was, was... saying Dracon- Draconis Mons was always super busy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it's just because people like it. I don't know, but when it came I... out, people did not like it. Like they didn't like the verticality. Yeah. They didn't like how hard it was to navigate and to get around. So it's surprising to me. I mean, I would think that now, well, the... if you were going in to get any achievements, it would be hard to get with less people although now we have mounts that yeah. makes it a little easier mm-hmm. um it, it does i love using my griffin in draconis Mons, but that ha- draconis Mons had one of the most popular masteries of out of all the living world which is the spider-man spider-man yeah that's what do you true call it? oak heart essence yeah and yeah which so feels I, kind I'm of not entirely surprised pointless now between all of the mounts. I mean, do you ever use it? Interconus mons. Interconus yeah. mons still. And the guild hall. Usually, I use it when I've gotten it on my person by accident, not because I personally sought it out to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would but, be interesting yeah, I, as kind of a kit that you could equip, not have to go seek could, out, or if you could haul it out whenever. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm actually a. I'm trying to decide how I would order these uh, because well, I well, have first no of all, idea. How would you vote? I don't this... know. <sighs> I honestly to do be honest, know which I one kind of like Bloodstone I, Fen. Yeah, I voted for Bloodstone Fen. Actually, I might have gone Siren's Landing. Actually, I voted for Bloodstone Fen because it's very different to most of the other maps. Yeah, it's not very big. It has it has uh, the round to sack. It's very vertical, but more so than just about any other map. But very easy to understand the verticality. Like, easy to get where you need to go. And it has Ablion. Ablion. 
It's got the the ley lines that you can use with your glider. Yep. Uh, I wish I wish I could use the ley lines with my Griffin. That would be great. Did they ever adjust by accident many times? <laughs> Did they ever adjust the meta in there uh, with the um, the jade constructs as far as like how much health points they took? I don't think so. So you still need a, a massive group to take them down. Mm, I don't think so. Uh, they would have scaled was in up. there. They had a fair. There was a fair number of people, like I don't know, ten, and they managed to do it. So oh, I wow. think it scales. Okay. but I don't think it's impossible to do. Because um, I thought even with move. ten, like when when the map started, you had to have a you had to have like map agreement. Like, because if anybody went to go do Hablion instead of the Jade Construct, it was likely to fail. Well, the problem there was the scaling. Yeah. Like people would start it out uh, at a small scale, and then people would start flooding in slowly, so it would get harder and harder to do as time went on. And yeah, it was just a little messed up that way. Mm-hmm. But I think if you have a, a fair number, steady number of people all the way through, it's yeah decent. So, do you want to say why you voted for would have voted for Siren's Landing? Alone? I I guess I find myself there quite a bit. Like anytime that anything that is required for or something for the daily, I take the portal, the the portal tome there, and I end up end up staying there for a while. Can't result, spend so. a couple silver to a waypoint. No, I have the tome. I'm going to use that. No, <laughs> I paid for the tome. Guys, I'm going to use the tome. Do you guys want to guess why Domain of Istan was so high up? The meta? because of the meta. Like it's yeah, still it's I still don't. fairly active. I really like the meteors. Do you think anybody goes there for no, the meteors? I don't think so. I've, I've only done the shut, meteor event once, down. but that was with you. But I've also done the meta in Domain of Istan once, and that was with you. You've only done it once. Yeah. What? So uh-huh. you don't have like the fountain achievement and no. Oh I boy. have so many things I need to get done still. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot what I did in game. I also did a bunch of the Domain of Corna. Uh, meta a few times just running around and doing it organically and it was a lot of fun anyway sorry so i'm surprised corn is as low as it is i think it's just the newness of it yeah people so there's a number there's a number of zones with a similar amount of popularity but if you go down the bottom it's domain of corna and lake dork so why do you think those two are so unpopular well i think like hashtag was saying the corna is just so new i think people haven't maybe figured out how to game it <laughs> and then lake dork really i think no, it's there's a specific a reason with lake dork yeah that's different like that's lake, not the gaming it no yeah i mean lake dork is definitely because they promised a leather farm and then people got miffed at the way it was done and got tired of hmm. the meta i think i think it has a large part to do with the failed leather farm it could have been a lot better that's an interesting yeah, point yeah, yeah. the the price of Hardened leather is still like 12 silver per. So, yeah, I think people wanted to come down even further than that. My problem with the leather farm is that, like, you can't do it alone. You have to have a group to do that. Yeah. So, I think the problem with Domain of Corna is that there's no events going on anywhere but the battlefront. And the battlefront, there's only like three different events uh, along the battlefront. And there's no events in the northeast or along the east. And the meta is pretty easy. It's and- too easy. 
Oh, it's very easy. It's, and there's it's more like sure. there's a, a cluster of things. It's not really meta. It's like an event. It's not even a mm-hmm. meta. Yeah. The lore isn't very deep. There's not much going on anywhere on the map, really. But there's some great like heart vendor items mm-hmm. there. It's all like about the mount. I mean, I'm I'm not a fan of the hearts. So yeah, but the either. but the items on the vendors themselves, there's some really good. What the minis? Well, there's the the minis. Some of the weapons are really nice. There's the uh, the embiggening tonic and the smallification tonic, which are awesome. And it's not Corna, isn't that? No, is that Corna? That's Dork. Yeah. That's Lake Dork. Oh, sorry. I'm talking about domain of. Corna. Oh, I thought we were still on Lake Dork. Sorry. <laughs> No, we're talking about. <sighs> Apparently, Corner. I also cut the stream on my. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't think there's a lot going on in Corner. It's just not very deep. I don't think it's designed Corner. for that. I think it's just designed as a playground for the beetle. Uh, I, I don't even find it that fun to go around. Yeah, there but you don't beetle. like the beetle that much. Yeah, that's true. What? All right, so. <laughs> You like the beetle, I guess. I love the beetle. Yeah. You don't like the beetle? I don't like not being able to move fast until I have to wait for my endurance to recharge. I thought they adjusted that. Like, come on. And uh, <laughs> it's just so annoying. Like, I've tried to use it. It's just so annoying. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, we should read some of these uh, comments from the Reddit thread to give some context. Um, Reddit user Zosin says, I voted for Siren's Landing because I like the idea of a cleansed ore map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Um, That's a fair the point. The cleansing of ores... Yeah, the cleansing mm-hmm. of ores hinted at in the epilogue cinematic, I think, after you defeat Saitan. So it's really cool to actually see it uh, in action. Uh, Reddit user Xylea said, Draconis Mons was the best map ever made. Fun Tarzan ropes, easy to find events, so much interesting stuff to explore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, some of those events are not easy to find. Uh, you can get lost in there pretty easily. That was the biggest complaint I, f- I heard about Draconis Mons is that it's easy to get lost. Well, in. this is why I truly wonder how mounts have affected people's experience. Like, if you're somebody who's a newer player who is getting into Draconis Mons post Path of Fire, would your experience of it be very different because you didn't have to go through? the learning curve of dealing with the terrain without a mount. Can mm. Wait, this might be a stupid question. Can they go there if they have not bought that living story? No, they'd have to buy the story. Okay. Uh, okay, so moving on. Another user said, my favorite has to be Sandswept Isles. I'm surprised it's so popular here too, since it did have some performance issues on release. Oh, that's Xylea. That should not be a bullet point. Uh, Reddit user frustrated said it's the the most beautiful and peaceful map in Living World so far, in my opinion. Which one? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I did not do a very good job. It's also an entirely new area we've never seen before in the franchise. Okay, which one would that be? Entirely. It's only. That's got to be. Bloodstone. No. Easily farm POF stat rings, so that must no, be either, that must be a stand, stand, oh. or possibly sandswept isles. A oh, sandswept isles would be new, right? Because of the char. Yeah, it's, it's sandswept isles. I remember now. Okay. It's sandswept. Okay. It is a beautiful <laughs> map. I do. I do actually like. I remember when it came out. I really liked. Whoa, I really liked the um, 
the terrain. I liked the variety of terrain and I liked how they mixed the inquest and char and uh, like just all the, the architecture and stuff. I thought it was really tastefully artistically done. Yeah. The Omalkan are a, a great take on the char. Mm-hmm. That's uh yeah. Um, Reddit user Marble Bubble said, Bloodstone Fen remains to be my favorite map simply because it's so different from all the other maps in the game. I'd like to see more maps with a lot of magic as I'm starting to get bored of forest jungles and deserts. That's a fair point. Yeah. 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 Uh, Reddit user The Chunky Milk said, I went with Siren's Landing simply because the map itself is a story. It is probably one of my favorite maps in the entire game, if I'm being completely honest. The way the hearts interact with the center of the map is what Anetch do more of. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, like I really, that, I really like uh, that that synergy between the areas, and that it's it's not the meta isn't overwhelming. Like it's it's like you do a little part, but I don't know. I like it. I I think that actually explains it fairly well. I think why I like it. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Do is the meta player progressed or time progressed? player think you have, to, uh, you have to... the meta in siren yeah Landing. so both yeah it's players because you have to the meta is the cleansing of the shrines and like you have to collect the things and deliver them to the dude and then fight the boss that spawns that that's the meta in yeah. siren's landing you guys know that yeah. right okay. <laughs> maybe yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I think that Siren's Landing is really great because they had a lot of lore to mm-hmm. to take from, and they really put it into that map. Whereas in Corna, they could have taken lore and done stuff with yeah. it, but they just didn't. Like, Koss's uh, uh, family homestead is in that area, but it, there was they barely mentioned it. Like the Jaren Estates or whatever, right? It's just a it's just a ruin, and there's nothing to find there at all. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. More ruins would be interesting, with, though. Oh, no. Like, yeah, yeah. Just a nice, uh, like Callbacks. upscale farm estate would have been interesting to see the ruins of. But there's nothing really. I was disappointed that there wasn't a jumping puzzle in uh, Corna. Well, there hasn't been a jumping puzzle since. No, but so I thought that by this point we would have one. But I think if you're focusing on mounts. But and, I, uh, yeah. Those well, items. A, but are they leaving jumping, jumping puzzles puzzle, behind? A jumping puzzle aimed at a specific mount would be pretty cool. But uh, I, I don't know. They haven't developed like something that bans other types of mounts. What has Josh Foreman been up to? He's probably working on the expansion or the mini game. Dun, dun, dun. And now it's time for Posts of Ascalon, where we discuss the latest news in Guild Wars 2. First up, the July 24th release notes. Festival of the Four Winds. On behalf of Queen Jenna of Creta and the Captain's Council of Lion's Arch, you are cordially invited to participate in the return of the Festival of the Four Winds. High atop the labyrinthine... How do you say that? Labyrinthine? Labyrinthine? Labyrinthine cliffs. Our Zephyrite friends have been working in tandem with Lion's Arch to host an incredible variety of fun vendors and events to entertain visitors from all across Tyria. 
This celebration of unity and peace between our cultures is more important than ever before, and we hope that you will join us in the festivities. In the spirit of cooperation, Queen Jenna has personally overseen the reopening of the Crown Pavilion, featuring a variety of challenges, both new and old, for Tyria's finest to test their mettle. Transportation to the festivities couldn't be easier. Special hot air balloons are now stationed in each nation's capital city. Visitors can also sail directly by ship from Lion's Arch. We look forward to seeing you at the festival. Captain Ellen Keel. So the Zephyrite Bazaar has returned to the Labyrinthine Cliffs. Visitors can try their hands at many new festival activities, including new adventures, races, and scavenger hunts. And this is awesome because there are many players like me who never got to do the first one. Mm-hmm. It's all very similar to the first time around. Yeah. With the exception of the the races, obviously. Well, the... And, yeah. And getting the crystals is and like having a mounts. lot easier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really like the gathering crystals. I find it very zen. <laughs> like, it's like, chill. So you can show your skill with Zephyrite crystals in the new and improved Flying Doliac race. I, I'm trying to picture this. Are there like doliacs with wings? What? No. <laughs> you get transformed into a doliac and you have a slight speed buff and you can use the aspects in Labyrinthine Cliffs to do the race. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Enjoy the sights of the sea in the bay-spanning skimmer slalom race. Have either of you done that yet? No. Yeah. And you get hit by sharks like constantly when I've you're doing it. it. <laughs> Fun times. Team up with your friends to plunder lost treasure in the treasure hunt meta event. Yay. It's basically the casino blitz. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. That's what we did together on Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. Scramble to set a high score in the crystal collection adventure. I've done that once. Uh, It's basically just, you know, griffing around and getting stuff. Um, It's kind of annoying because I don't know how to get back up to that height really quickly so i keep timing out anyway Hmm. demonstrate your aviation ability in two new griffin adventures so i've done those it seems like they added a lot of stuff here for different mounts yeah which Mm -hmm. is really cool so maybe that's why um they didn't do too much with corna maybe they were working on this well there was a, a guild chat with the people who we're working on this and they're like their own team. So okay, I don't think it had anything to do with that. Compete to take the lead in the Sanctum Sprint activity. Isn't this the same thing that yep. like we've always had? The Sanctum Sprint that was part of the adventures or daily activities. That's where that came from. It came from the Labyrinthine Cliffs. Indeed. From four okay. years ago. Mm-hmm. Challenge the competition with unique Zephyrite skills in the returning aspect arena. I've not done that either. I don't know yeah. if I've ever done this. Yeah, it's just a PvP brawl. I don't. I think I've only done it a couple times. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Leap across the labyrinthine cliffs to recover Zephyrite crystals and discover the fate of the bazaar's fallen star, Kukachu the Incredulous. I loved both of these collections. It, it tells a fairly extensive story. Mm-hmm. If you read it closely when you're collecting the flyers... Um, it's a, kind, it's oh, a little cool. too long for my taste, but yeah. And did you guys, have you found Kukuchu? Uh Oh, <laughs> yes. yes. No? Uh, is this something that, 
when I get back in town, I would be able to do in an afternoon, yeah. or is it a longer? Well, well, there's a guide, so you know. There's a Delphi guide. As oh, isn't there taco? The guide. Oh stuff? God, yes. there might be. A taco. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Use taco and take all the joy out of playing games. Good. Do that. Yep, I will. <laughs> um, trade materials with the Zephyrites for a new Zephyrite supply box containing a wide variety of possible items, including exceptionally rare skins and equipment from distant lands. Hunter, you have a comment on this? Yeah, so there are nine Zephyrite gloves that you can purchase from the trading post. Uh, they're rare drops out of the Zephyrite boxes. Um a, you can upgrade each one into an exotic version with a unique uh, skin, and it, which has visual effects. Um, one of the exotic versions is obtainable from the festival meta achievement chest, mm. so you don't have to upgrade one of them. But I bought like all of them and to unlock the skins and have all of that done. How um, much are they selling for? How much did you buy? Six gold each, something like that. Okay. There are three backpacks uh, that are new and available via the festival vendor. Uh, I don't think you can get the original ones anymore. I'm not sure, but uh, there's some new updated versions of the old Dreamcatcher style uh, backpacks that they had. The original. The other ones are on the Laurel vendor. Oh, Uh, are they? Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they're on the Laurel vendor. No, maybe. Um. And there's, uh, what else? There's uh, five Zephyrite weapon skins available via finishing dailies five times. So you can get a couple of those during the festival. Um, but I don't like any of those weapon skins. There's like an axe, a sword, a longbow, and a shield. And I'm not sure what else. And they're all kind of like made out of bamboo. And it's just kind of goofy looking. I've never, mm. I don't think I've actually seen those. I might have to check that out. Well, have you finished your dailies five times? No. There you go. So are you saying they're kind of kitschy? Like, not... Uh, I, I mean, would you take seriously a weapon made out of bamboo? Let me tell you, if the supposed yes. scepter is made out of bamboo, right. <laughs> right, yeah. So yeah, yeah uh, also, uh, just a quick comment on the gloves again. Um, the base version is fine, and the the upgraded version with the the visual effect, it's not particularly noticeable. Mm. So it's kind of, I mean, it's worth it if you love skins and love unlocking stuff, but it's not. So the skins themselves don't change that much because there's a lightning one, a wind one, and a sun one for each armor class. And then you upgrade them. And they all pretty much look alike with slight color changes or slight effect changes. Uh, so, yeah, I wouldn't say it's necessary to go get all of them. But, yeah. All right. Uh, for combat-inclined festival goers, the Crown Pavilion has reopened in Dinafinity's Reach. Challenge recreations of humanity's greatest foes, legendary champions, and notorious figures. The renowned Boss Blitz returns. Organize your companions to challenge six legendary foes. They'll gain strength as other bosses fall, so plan your battle carefully. Uh, so, so do you have to do them in succession right away or do you do one and come back later and upgrade to the next one? Are you uh, talking about the gloves or what are you? The, the boss blitz? <laughs> the, the bosses? Yeah. So basically what people try to do is kill them all at the same time mm-hmm. because 
once you kill one, it sends its special ability to the other five bosses. Okay. So, so it's not something that you can like do one and then you come back the next day and you do the next one. Well, there's some, there's a couple ways people have done it. Sometimes you can, some groups will zerg and take each one in turn and then some will split up, in which case you might have to jump between, you know, a few to get over a couple days to get the ones you need or, or over a couple blitzes rather. Gotcha. There's a few different ways. I have a question though. If Hablion was not there before, who did Hablion replace? Was it just regular white man? The, the ogres. Ogres. It was the ogres. Okay. I could remember. That I knew. And in fact, a fearsome enemy has replaced the ogre combatants. The white oh. mantle cult <laughs> now patrols one of the pavilion sections. Confront <laughs> lifelike recreations of Kritus enemies in the name of the crown. <laughs> if only I'd read the patches, which I did, but it was like a week ago. <laughs> yeah. We also killed like those three ogres for the achievement. Well, oh. I didn't yeah, we did understand that. why those were there and not down below. Actually, it didn't. It went right over my head. Ah. But thank you for pointing them out. <laughs> Adventurers yearning to show their skill at a solo challenge rejoice as the Queen's Gauntlet reopens at last. Test your medal against powerful opponents with retuned adversaries returning and a new set of special encounters to further hone your skill. Okay, I get it. I was getting confused between the boss blitz and the gauntlet. Because the gauntlet is okay. the thing that I messed up on, right? That I jumped order of people how waiting do, how did you do that though how, I don't, like how does that i don't know i i it said like are you ready to go or something and i did and hunter said that i had well not waited my turn well what you're supposed to do well what some people do is like they just sort of uh wait for people to be done and then start queuing up what you did was like you picked your boss and you just queued up uh, that, that See, was I would fine. I would probably That's, do that too. I didn't realize there was. It's fine. I'm probably one of the very few people that would like to just have a, a continuous shot at what I'm trying to accomplish without being interrupted by other people. Oh well, then maybe they should have a queue system or something because it just doesn't seem clear. Like I don't want to get in well, people's I think way. The queue but... system, the queue system is in place. Like you can have four people who have talked to the fight manager and they're oh, going to okay. be in line. But like, I hate it when I'm doing a boss and people show up. Like I was doing a boss the other day. <laughs> How dare they play this game that this I am also my playing. boss. This I multiplayer was, game. I was doing the Audrey <laughs> and there's like, it's a pretty full thing, but I'm by myself at the, this particular arena and I'm going in and somebody shows up. And then another person showed up, and then like four more people showed up, and I was like, why are they showing up to this arena? And I went ten steps to the next door arena, and it was empty. <laughs> Maybe they were queuing up to watch you fight. Maybe it was like when, like, hey, did you see everyone? Johnny and Freddy are fighting in the parking lot, and they all like run over to watch the fight happen. No. Did you see Hunter's fighting Leadri? Anyway. <laughs> I thought it sounded like a good idea. <laughs> All right. Um, between blitzes, blow off some steam in the most hazardous festival race yet, Pavilion Pursuit. Sounds like between this and the skimmer one where the sharks bite you, which one do you think is worth, worse, Hunter? Oh, the Pavilion one is much worse. Yeah, there's a lot okay. more that can trap you. 
That's the one with the like uh, planks, right? Yeah. 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 That no one had ever told me about being a griffin. Yes. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Zephyrite kite basket supplies have been scattered across Tyria. Open them to claim prizes from the Zephyrite stockpiles. So these are little baskets that land in the open world that you can mm-hmm. run up to. There's an achievement for collecting like 60 of them or something. Mm-hmm. Complete daily festival achievements to earn the Four Winds Zephyr Daily Achievements, contributing to the Four Winds Gale Achievement, which rewards your choice of new weapons based on Zephyrite crafts. Do these daily festival achievements carry AP? Yeah, yeah they do. Oh, jeez. Oh, no, it's, fr- it? it's frustrating because those are the kind of things that I will never be able to make up. You know, like it's a one and done. So until it's not next, like next year. year. No, no, no. But next year, it's like I can do it. But if I had done it this year, I would be adding on more AP next year. You know what I mean? Like it's. So I shouldn't mm-hmm. tell you that that shaman tweeted out that in less than a week he had made uh, 300 AP because of the <sighs> festival. <laughs> yeah, so did I. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I have not been able to do that, and I. But I feel like I I got a fair number of achievements when I was on for just an hour or two the other night. So hopefully, if I spend some time with it next week, I'll be okay. But again, it's those time based achievements that are you know it's a one and done, and those are frustrating, mm-hmm. particularly in the middle of the summer when you're busy. That's how the that's how the entirety of Living World Season 1 felt, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. This is like a little tiny. Yeah. <laughs> I did and do... it's a week longer. <laughs> so I was around in Season 1 for the... There's like a spy mission or something. Like, I have vague memories of Ellen Keel and doing something nefarious. And I can't remember what it was, but... I know that that was fairly early on. No, no, no. It wasn't Ellen Keel. It was uh, Marjorie. Something with Mm. Marjorie. I don't remember. But anyway, like that was pretty much all I remember. It was during Flame and Frost, I think. When you go to the the bar in Divinity's Reach and meet meet her there? Maybe. Maybe. All right. But back to the festival. (laughs) Earn festival tokens and favors of the festival throughout the festival events to trade for exciting prizes, including new Zephyrite backpacks, illustrious sovereign weapon set, and number of items based on the latest wonder of the Crown Pavilion, the Watch Knight MK2. Yep. The Mark II is far more subtly shaped. Yeah, I'm not going to bother with it. Okay. And finally, the Festival of the Four Winds will be available for three weeks from July 4th until August 14th. Enjoy the festivities. There were also some updates to the living world. The Help Your Allies Secure Key Positions in the Awakened in Quest Facility event has had a few Kernan chests added as completion completion rewards. That's the... Corna meta yes. when you uh, do the circles on your way into Gandara mm-hmm. at the right before the boss drops. There's four corn and chests right there now. Yeah. Corn and chests now include a guaranteed inscribed shard as a drop. Those Indeed. Are, yeah, those 
It's nice to have. Uh, for mm -hmm. items, favors of the pavilion and favors of the bazaar are now account bound. Existing favors have been weathered, fa become weathered favors and can still be traded. Double click a weathered favor to convert it to an account bound favor. I should actually check. I haven't yet checked my uh, bank to see if I have any of those. You should tell Cal to as well. He's the one that held on to a bunch of stuff, right? I should tell him. I'll, not right now, obviously, but I will. Zomoros is now pleased to offer playable musical instrument versions of the legendary weapons, Verderac and the Minstrel. Those who have already crafted the weapon component of these legendary instruments can obtain a replacement instrument from Ceratok in the Undermarket in Lion's Arch. And I now have a playable instrument for the Minstrel. And it's mm -hmm. wonderful. So now I need to learn how to play it. <laughs> Yeah, she came up to me, like, oh. hitting random notes the other day. I was trying to pling them in a somewhat pleasing <laughs> manner, but they weren't a song by any stretch of the imagination. I was like, bling, 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 that sort of thing. Anyway, I'm, I'm pretty jazzed about that. Superior Rune of the Zephyrite fixed a bug that could prevent the six-piece bonus from working properly. And you have a note here. Yeah, so that is a new rune. They introduced a new superior rune that's a bit like uh, the divinity runes. It's like all stats. Okay. And they changed the divinity runes as well to have a plus 10% health on them. Ooh. And I forget what the bonus is for having all six runes of the Zephyrite. It's, uh, oh, it's uh, something to do with super speed. I forget what exactly. Every time you apply super speed, something something happens. That would make sense with you know the whole stuff, right? It's a theme. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That would be cool I to was... build a character around that and have it be your like super speedy character that yeah. zooms across the map. Zoom zoom. Yes, that would be its name. <laughs> um, for mounts, the roller beetle rollout can now be used to break marked blockades and volatile crystals once players learn the Barrier Smash Mastery. The Barrier Smash Mastery will now recover endurance when the roller beetle collides with walls at high speed, in addition to its previous functionality. Now, did you? I, how did the? How does this change feel to you guys that had this prior to this? I've only tried the prior. I haven't tried the new version. Okay. I don't like the beetle very much, so I haven't had the opportunity to really try it out. <laughs> haven't but, had uh, the air quotes opportunity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, I thought you would like it There's only walls and crystals in Corna, so yeah. it only affects when you're well, driving around your beetle in Corna. That's true. That is true. Drifting will now recover endurance. That I have not I done haven't... this yet, but it sounds like a good payoff. It it doesn't, I haven't noticed how much. I was using the beetle a bunch today and when I've been doing farming corn up for the spare parts, but I don't, I didn't really notice a huge change. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. The beetle's endurance will now slowly decay after players dismount rather than being immediately set to zero. That's good. Yeah. Acceleration from the idle position has been increased. And deceleration when holding backward at high speed has been increased. Oh. So you can stop faster. Oh, interesting. So a little more control. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that one made me think of like, you know, someone who's learning a standard and they're going to first gear, second gear, fourth gear, fifth gear, and they're so excited they decide to move it into sixth gear. 
which is reverse. (laughs) That's the visual I got for the rapid deceleration of pushing back while you're going full speed. In my opinion, the way the beetle should work is that you should accelerate to max speed as long as you're not hitting things or going uphill or whatever. That way, that you would really like lessen the need for endurance and uh, hitting your special skill and going top speed. Gotcha. And minimum uphill speed has been increased slightly, or slightly increased. It was pretty slow. Yeah, it, I, it, it did feel pretty walk, walk speed-like. Mm-hmm. And moving on to World versus World, uh, The Edge of the Mist, a new arena has been added... Uh, the area can be accessed from the starting point. It's for guild battles, basically. They wanted to add something so guilds can fight each other, and uh, you're pretty limited to who you can have guild fights against if uh, if you're only up against one other ser- a couple other servers during a week. So they put it in the edge of the mist, so there would be more variety, but people just complained that the the arena was too small. And uh, they've actually promised they're going to make it bigger hmm. already. Oh. Um, players can no longer be hit more than once every 0.5 seconds by arrow cart attacks. Uh, makes it really hard for small numbers to defend. Uh, especially with the next change, arrow cart damage against siege equipment has been reduced by 50%. Whoa. That is yeah. a huge decrease. It's really hard to defend against much larger groups yeah. now. Like it was, it, it was hard enough before. It's uh, basically impossible now if you're outnumbered. Um, shield generators can no longer put domes on other shield generators. Well, not only can they not do that, they can't do much of anything that's useful, <laughs> and people are basically is it wasting is it? supply putting down shield generators without knowing that they don't work properly anymore. I don't know if it's bugged or what. But they're not working. Hmm. Um, shield generator domes no longer destroy unblockable projectiles. Uh, yeah, it's another nerf. Burning Oil Mastery 3 now also reduces condition damage and makes the user immune to control effects. Damage reduction for both direct damage and conditions has been increased from 33% to 66%. That was really needed because burning oil is... Um, stationary and um it's vulnerable like you can't use the burning oil basically if anyone's attacking so you need those um protection from enemy players yeah um gravel shot now shoots projectiles in a fan shape haven't tried that out yet uh updated ballista to make them more reliable i'm not sure what that means and slowed the velocity of greater reinforced slowed the velocity of greater reinforced shot to give it an arc to make it easier to hit stationary targets. So that's good. Mm-hmm. You missed, And that's it for War vs. You missed a point further up about the arrow carts. Uh, the number of targets that can be hit by one arrow cart attack has been reduced from 50 to 25, which Again, also is a huge nerf. Yeah. A huge nerf. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on to the Black Lion Trading Company, Gem Store, new items and promotions. A new Zephyrite Aspect Helm pack with three different Aspect Helm Aspect Eye Helm skins is available in the style category of the Gem Store for 500 gems. So it looks like there's a purple lightning bolt, a blue kind of windy swirl, yeah, swirly thing, and a sun 
And uh, they're not dyeable, I, I presume. Do they? I don't do think they so. Look yeah. that I would presume they wouldn't be. Bad in, in game. <laughs> I mean, it's not that they're bad, but they just look kind of <laughs> pasted on. Do they look like that in game or do they look better? Well, they, well, they look, they're, they're supposed to be very similar to the elementalist, you know, the, right. the floaty. Yeah. It's the same sort of thing. Actually, uh, I was previewing the lightning bolt on my Asura and it was, it was not that color. So maybe you can dye these. Oh, that'd be interesting. For a limited time, the branded wing backpack and glider combo return to the style category of the gem store for 700 gems. I have this. It's cool. I like it. Uh, let's see. Improvements. Six new exclusive hair colors and six new exclusive hair accessory dyes are available in total makeover kits and self-style hair kits found at the utility category of the gem store. I like uh, I like dark ash. Yeah, That's I printed them a... all. So there's dark rose, which is a it's more of a purple than a rose color. Yeah, uh, dawn, which is a very golden bright yellow, cerulean blue. Dark ash is great. Like it's so there's dark ash, ash, and light ash. So it's just blue, bluish, bluish gray, white. Yeah, yeah. So they're cool grays. Yeah. Um, dimensional though. I like I like how they're they're streaky. Lots of texture. Well, that's partly this hairstyle too that they're being previewed on. Ah, that's not so great then. Hard to tell then. Wow. True. Uh, the black line chest has been updated to the Festival of Four Winds chest and can be previewed for a full list of its contents. The Nash Blade Zephyrite supply box has been added to the as the new guaranteed item. The new Storm Dagger skin is available as an uncommon drop for the duration of the Festival of Four Winds chest. Is that what we have a picture of here? Is this the... That is the picture. Wow, it's very... uh, Dagger. um, Storm and Dagger? Yeah, there's not much um, (laughs) physicality to it. It's really cool looking. Yeah, it's very ethereal. Yeah, it's very different. I like that. Mm-hmm. The Jeweled Scarab Package and the Mini Awakened Mounts Pack remain available as an uncommon drop for the duration of the Festival of Four Winds chest. The Cavalier Weapon Collection and Fused Weapon Collection are available as uncommon and rare drops, respectively, for the duration of the Festival of Four Winds chest. Unused versions of the Glyph of Flight and the Glyph of Industry are available as rare drops for duration of the Festival of Four Winds chest. What does that mean by unused versions? I don't know. It means they're no not idea. applied to anything. They they don't come. Yeah, but ready. why would you specify that? I don't know. Because that should go with that. Yeah, side. it should. It's kind of odd. All right. The items available in exchange for Black Line statuettes has been updated. A new selection of hats is now available. The exclusive candelabra staff and mini branded mounts pa- mounts pack are now available, and the fused molten logging ac- axe fused molten sickle and molten alliance mining pick as well as all four zephyrite color swatches are now available and finally (laughs) the black lion miniature claim ticket vendor panel has been updated to include miniatures in the avian outlaws the pack scarlet forces and the living world season one categories and i'm done (laughs) all right Further, roll out in style with the new Desert Racer Mount Skin Collection. Do you love the Colossal Lady Indeed, Bird? Indeed, I do. 
I actually do very much. Are you dying to own a Dune Mastiff? Indeed I am. Why not? With this license, you can choose your favorite mount skin from the collection and unlock it right away. So the Dune Mastiff is adorbs. I would have to think that would die in a desert. It Well, well if it weren't made of sand, yes. Consider the husky that we have. That's not a husky. No, no, no. I'm saying if that would die. Oh, you're d- never mind. I know. I thought you meant like <laughs> it's a mastiff. It's gonna get really hot in the desert. <laughs> yeah. That, okay. So I'm saying a husky would also get really hot, but there is no husky and, skin. But we have a husky yes, skin already. No, it's not a husky. No. Oh, anyway, isn't it the no? The Corna Jackrabbit, which looks very like desert hair-like, very th- lean, tiny head, big ears. Of course, the ladybird, which is delightful. I love the ladybird. And you can create a flashy look with the storm gloves and Desert King Reliquary. Yeah, those storm gloves are, they rival the chaos gloves? Mm -hmm. Actually, they probably in some ways are better because there's more definition. The chaos gloves are very, like, there's no definition other than you can see the outline of your hands. Oh. And what do you think of the glider? I love the glider. I haven't picked it up yet. That's not a husky. <laughs> mm. Anyway, hashtag's trying to prove a point by showing me the picture. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty close to a husky, but I think you're, may, you're delineating between a husky and a, that Japanese dog or yes. something. That's a different, that is a different, I can't remember what it is, what? but it's not a husky. We also have some listener mail to read this week in our default mail carrier segment. We actually have three emails, three to read. We're going to start the, uh, to start with an email received from our good friend Flipside, who sent in a potluck of subjects to discuss. And they write, normally I just tweet you guys, but since you want emails, let's try it this way. First off, love the show. Always fun to hear about my favorite game from the perspective of fellow players. You guys have a nice balance that make it extra fun. Thank you. Now for nagging things I'd like to open up for discussion. Uh, Mr. E, I really think it's our master exemplar of the Shining Blade, Countess Anise. I still, I still. That would be so lazy. Oh, there's this MacGuffin character that uh, we use for everything. So let's just make her Mr. E. Mr. E too. Yeah, I I kind of I'm leaning towards Farron actually. Really? He's too much of an idiot. Well, no, but like the the Scarlet Pumpernel sort of idea. Oh, so he's a secret genius. Uh, I don't necessarily buy it, but whatever. <laughs> uh, point two: Has it always cost fifty silver to switch between crafting professions? I've been playing since beta beta and only now noticed starting to regret having one character for crafting also why is four the max number of crafting slots aren't they leaving gems on the table and i feel the gem cost for extra crafting slots is a tad too high anyway possibly so thoughts yeah Uh, Uh, i think it always costs 50 silver to switch between crafting professions yeah i don't i don't feel it switch between crafting professions a lot i have two on like four characters that's yeah, how I, I work it that's how i did it too i never 
worried about. I think it may have been more of an issue before uh, recipes were unlocked. Yeah. So I swap account wide. I swap a fair bit, um, but I feel like the economy is better now. Like when it was originally set at fifty silver, it probably felt a lot worse. But now it's you know it's a fourth of your daily reward, so it's not a big deal. All right. Uh, speaking of, or number three, speaking of beta, do any of you remember how Elementalist Scepter worked during beta? You didn't have to be facing your foe for it to strike. I had so much fun being chased by bandits, but still burning them as I ran away, rinse wind style. Uh, I did not play an Elementalist at all in the beta, so I don't remember that happening, but that would be fun. Yeah, I don't remember Scepter very well. I don't use it very much. Um, What is Rincewind? I don't know. Either. We should probably Google Rincewind. No idea. Yeah. Hashtag <laughs> any comment on the Scepter? Um, Supposedly. Rincewind is a <laughs> fictional character appearing in several of the Discworld novels by Terry Pratchett. Okay. Cool. Yes. They're on my list. I have no comment on the scepter because I was not here during beta, so I have no idea what that means. Okay. Uh, so we had number one, number two, number three. Now we have item D. If we had a mobile game tie-in, what kind of game do you think would work? A gem matching game like the Roller Beetle One hashtag mentioned, a card game version of Polymock. Would you like to see rewards you can cash in for use in the real game? An existing currency like Karma, or would it need to be something new? Those are that's pretty interesting. Uh, I hadn't actually thought about a card game version of Polymock. Hmm. Ble- bleeding Edge mobile games are basically like Pokemon Go, where they place stuff in the real world. Mm. <gasps> so, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was a Polymock thing that had some sort of interaction with the real world. Yes. Oh, that'd be so cool. Um, I don't know if I... Yeah, I, I, you almost, it, it would need to be stand alone enough that if you didn't also play Guild Wars 2, you may want to play that yeah. and want to play Guild Wars 2. Yep. I don't know if they would, yeah, actually now the more we're talking about this, like I was thinking maybe the minis you have unlocked in game, if you got a mini game for that was mobile, those would all be unlocked there too, as long as you had your accounts linked. But that would set some people up for instant, like, poning of other people so i'm not not sure how they would have they would have to start ground floor and they may have to keep it separate i don't know anyway anyway feel free to cherry pick whatever from this email and discuss we just read them all i enjoy hearing your opinions and arguments your discord is my entertainment hmm that didn't come out right thanks for everything Flipside parallel thanks Flipside. Yeah, and um, we also were sent a cool game idea from Charwolf. Oh, this is what we were talking about, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, hosts with the most, I have a fun game for you. Attached is a tournament bracket to determine what is the best tribe race in Guild Wars 2. My friends and I have played this game, and it's always fun to see how different groups end up ranking the different races of GW2. So, here's how it works. It's basically just like a college basketball bracket. You folks vote on each match in the bracket. Whichever GW2 race is more awesome for whatever suggestive reason you care to vote gets the most votes, wins, and advances up the bracket. I seeded the various races based on player numbers and a general sense of their popularity. The playable races got the top seeds, then the packed 
sympathy races, then I took whatever other races seemed interesting, including hostile races, and I fudged a, a little. So my Hope only thing fun. is... The, oh, sorry. Go on. Hope you have fun, and don't forget to vote Char. Your friendly neighborhood Char Wolf. Okay. So there's, like, on the one bracket, it's Human versus Dredge, Norn versus Coden, Quaggan versus Tengu, Largos versus Char, and on the right, Azura Crate, Skrit Grawl, Jotun Ogre, and Centaur Silvari, and... I'm not entirely sure how the seeding works. Like, so humans are right. have a one, and I think crate is the lowest. No, dredge are the lowest down at sixteen. And oh, I see highest, lowest. Okay, so but I'm not sure how those numbers come into play when you're doing the vote. But anyway, I I do want to try this. I think it would be oh awesome yeah to see what ended up in the middle there. Mm. Mm. I want to fill this out. You could probably use the twitter account to put up polls on the twitter Ooh. i have your permission yeah. to do that <laughs> well no not yet <laughs> you'll have to say pretty please first pretty please can i post a poll i don't <laughs> care okay <laughs> so Next all right week. yeah so for our final uh email word world wrote us to say so i recently got back into guild wars after long absence and finally got to try the new content out puff to be exact i admit it was tough died a couple times but made it through the initial arc which made me worried i want to try the living world too but i wonder if the initial story arc is as tough as puff so I was wondering if instead of Living World, they meant like the the core game story. That's all. Mm. That was the only thing I was I was trying to I was trying to fit out like if they meant like Living World, in which case we don't have season one, and you'd have to buy seasons yeah. two and three if you didn't already have them. So and but the initial story arc makes me think that it's the the original um, season or, two, or if it's no, personal I, I story no, I, launch. Yeah, personal story. Oh, personal story. That's what I was wondering. Uh, personal story is a lot easier than yes. anything yeah. in pop. Yep, yep. Um, it is. Season two and three are pretty difficult if you just haven't been playing and don't have like specs and mm-hmm. the, the the latest builds and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. But yeah, the initial st- personal story, if you are playing the core game, it's it, it's more fun with other people, but you can do it solo. Yeah. yeah, and this is where we brag that people know me, and our guild hall smells of rich mahogany. It's our boasts of Ascalon. This week we have a review that only hashtag can see because <laughs> Hunter and I can't see the American YouTube's reviews. So thankfully we got one. Um, I have to make this bigger so I can read it. Dis dat good go- <laughs> what? Dis dat good good yo. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> By a bunch of random letters, J F S T. Anyway, I have now that is a podcast title right there. <laughs> this that good good yo. <laughs> we, can, we can do that. That's totally possible. I haven't been playing Guild Wars too much lately, but these podcasts are great to listen to while at work. Suggestion though: try to be a little less comedic, so my boss doesn't think I'm nuts while laughing to myself all day. <laughs> no promises. We should be a it's just how I'm going to pronounce your name. <laughs> Thanks for the five stars. Oh, yes. And it was five star rating. And that came through July 24th on iTunes. And also thank you to Weird Word. 
and uh, Flipside and Charwolf for writing into us. Mm. And that is it. That is the show. So to get in touch with us, you can contact hashtag on Twitter at hash the tag or SIGG.1735 in game. You can tweet Hunter at Hunter Ishi on Twitter. When did you change you, that? The other day. Okay. You can engage Alona at one big pair or in game at one big pair dot one two four nine. And you can email us at host uh, hosts of Ascalon at gmail.com. You can listen directly from our website at hostsofascalon.com. Grab the RSS feed to use with your preferred podcast app or subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. And don't forget, we live stream the show at twitch.tv slash hostsofascalon on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. bi-weekly. Our next live Twitch show has a small chance of being recorded on August 15th. <laughs> so put that in your calendar. It's happening. Good show, it everyone. And I guess, <laughs> good show, everyone. And I guess this is a Tyrion goodbye. That was terrible. <laughs> I was, we wanted to try a new ending, and nobody has suggested anything. <laughs> so I just wrote something in, and I totally forgot to actually finish. Uh -oh. <laughs> That's all I had written. That's like my what I did in game, where I just stopped mid-sentence and didn't finish writing. <laughs>